Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast series, and my name is Carl Vradenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 69, and the topic for today is Stop Worrying. The topic comes from a listener email, as these often do, and this one comes from Heather, who writes, I love listening to your podcast in the evening. It is very relaxing. One of my biggest challenges is constantly worrying about things. I worry over things I've done, should have done, and future worst-case scenarios. I worry when I can't think of what I should be worrying about. Do you think there is a podcast topic here? Thank you, and any advice would be most welcome. Heather. I think this is a very important topic to address, Heather, and I think people have the experience of a wide range of potential problems with the topic of worrying. So I think it's appropriate to cover all the bases in this session and see whether the the solutions can be of help to you as well. Let's start as we usually do with some quotes. The first from an anonymous author, one cannot change the past, but one can ruin the present by worrying over the future. Santa Deva says, If the problem can be solved, why worry? If the problem cannot be solved, worrying will do you no good. And this is among my most favorite quotes and will provide the basic theme for the advice we'll be going through today as well from Nihold Nyber, who says, Grant us this serenity of mind to accept that which cannot be changed, the courage to change that which can be changed, and the wisdom to know the one from the other. So let's get into the advice section of the episode. And in this case, I think it's a really simple decision tree. Now, you have a variety of topics that you may well worry about, and all of them can be very different, and each one of you has different worries. But the process of determining how you can deal with those issues with regard to worry is actually fairly straightforward. And it starts with simply answering the question with regard to the issue that you're dealing with, is this something I can change? Is this something I can change? We all have aspects of our lives that we have within our circle of influence where we can make changes and change those things in our environment. And then there's a whole other set of issues and factors that are outside of our control. And no matter what you do, there's no way to change those things. And so if the answer to the question of, is this something I can change, is yes, then the advice here is to use the energy you're expending on worry to take action to resolve the situation. You have to be proactive and drive it to resolution. A lot of the time when you get stuck in a cycle of worry, this very, very simple advice is often not taken or even attempted. 
when you think about the situation, if it is something that, no matter how difficult or challenging, that it is something that is within your circle of influence and you can, in fact, have control over it, the advice here is put all your energies into really driving that issue to conclusion, to a resolution, whatever that resolution you know may be. It may be very tough. It may well be a very difficult decision to be made. It may well be some sets of activities you need to take that may well even be unpleasant. But rather than expending all of your effort on worry, expend it instead on focusing directly on what will resolve that situation. And I'm not for a moment suggesting that a lot of these issues are easy to solve. It's not tough and difficult to really drive these to resolution. What I am saying is that simply worrying, simply getting yourself unhealthy by generating a negative environment inside yourself that ultimately is not to your own benefit. All I'm suggesting here is if the answer to that question is that you have control or you can have control over this situation to actually expend your energy on resolving it. Now, if the answer to that question, is this something I can change, is no, meaning that it's out of your circle of influence and out of your your ability to control it. Realize that and then do the following things that I'm going to talk about next. So if you can make a change in it, go do it. If you can't, and a lot of things in your life are things that you cannot change no matter what you do, but yet you expend a lot of negative energy worrying about those things. So if it is something you can't control, then I would suggest one of these three things. First of all, distract your mind. You need to stop yourself from focusing on this very thing that you can't control anyway. So the best ways to distract your mind are even the thing you're doing right now. You're listening to a podcast. You're making your brain and your mind focus on my words rather than the words inside your own head that are causing you to worry. So while you're listening to this podcast, it's very difficult to think about anything else other than my voice speaking to you right now. You can also listen to an audiobook, for example. And I might point out that listening with the audio track in many of these cases is superior to, for example, reading a book, a physical book, because it often doesn't engage you quite as directly. You can still be reading a physical book with your eyes and still drift off and start to, again, ruminate or telling yourself things about this worry situation. And if you instead use audio, like podcasts, like audiobooks, they have a better ability to sort of disrupt your your thinking because they cause more focus to be placed on the words that are spoken right into your ears. Of course, watching a movie will help as well because that completely gets you into the situation and the context of the movie and you're living vicariously in a movie. You can also talk to a friend. A variety of other activities that all get you out of your mind, so to speak, get you out of your own thinking, getting out of your own cycle of worry. So that's the first one. Get your mind off of the topic 
And after you do that for a while, you can then no longer be quite as focused on the topics that are worrying you. Of course, that could also not be enough. So the other suggestion is to involve your body as well. Do some relaxation exercises. And Life Habits number 54, I provided there a set of progressive relaxation exercises that you can do while I'm giving you the instruction for how to do it. And if you go through those on a regular basis, and I know a number of you do that in the evening before going to sleep at night, going through those relaxation exercises, if you do that, you'll also more likely be able to stay clear of this cycle of worry. You can also get physical in terms of playing a support, or you can do something creative, like involved in music or art. So distract your mind, involve your body, and then lastly, you may also want to, if those have not been as successful as you potentially could have had them be. You can also take action to remove the worry itself, even if it isn't within your circle of influence. For example, you can try to get out of the situation if that particular situation is causing you the worry, if the information is things that you can't change about the world, yet it causes you worry. You can make sure that you're not actually listening to the news or getting you know, images in your mind of things, let's say, that are worrying you that come from those kinds of sources. So, you know, control your environment more so that you're not being influenced by the items that are causing you worry. But let me reiterate, though, that the primary focus first has to be to determine whether this is something that you can change. And if you can, and do realize that, Make the changes the way that I've described them here. Put your energies into moving forward proactively. If you're not able to change it, as I said, be proactive there too, to eliminate the negative influences and effects of the worry itself by either distracting your mind, involving your body, or getting yourself out of the situation. And, you know, the last element of this overall focus is to if these haven't worked and there are situations where you just have so much worry and you have so much difficulty dealing with it that it really does require professional help and life habits number 67 provides you with some additional information on how to go about and how to decide whether you should seek professional help so there are situations where doing the steps that i've provided here will not suffice and that you do need to have some form of professional help to help you with it as well. So those are the steps to go through with regard to stopping yourself from worrying. hope that's of help to you, Heather, and the rest of you, of course, as well. Now, I wanted to just mention a number of people have commented that they would like to subscribe to this podcast series, but can't figure out how to do it on some of the new devices that they may have received. Things like iPads, iPhones, iPod Touches, for example. And you, in fact, can't subscribe to podcasts. And subscribing here means to 
For example, click on a subscribe button, and then every time there's a new episode that I put out, then you automatically get the next episode, so you don't have to go back and actually select and download it. So if you subscribe, and of course, the other confusing thing about subscribe is people think that it costs money to subscribe. Of course, it doesn't, even though the word seems to suggest that it is something that you need to pay for. So these are obviously all absolutely free. But I did want to point out, though, that despite all of the wonders of uh, Apple and the way they design their phenomenal products, there is one detail here that is missing. And I described the problem in a blog post called Apple's Post-PC Era, which is on carlvradenberg.com. But what it really shows is that you actually still have to go into iTunes on your computer, go find your way to this podcast series, and you can get there by keying in into the uh, URL bar of a a browser on your computer. Uh, You can key in tinyurl.com slash lifehabits, so tinyurl.com dot com slash life habits and that will take you to the relevant part of iTunes and you can then press the subscribe button and that goes for any number of podcasts obviously not just this one but this is kind of a problem that I expect that Apple will fix in time that you will be able to subscribe right in these mobile devices, but right now you can't. The other way you can subscribe if you are not using a computer, and most people still do, but that's probably the preferred way to just go into iTunes and go to the podcast and click the subscribe button. But the other way to do is to use another podcast app and for example there's a good one that is uh that's called downcast and there's a variety of others as well if you use an android phone you can use apps like dog catcher as it's called or stitcher and there's a variety of others to subscribe to podcasts as well i know it's really easy that's how i do it i basically just uh, on the computer subscribe to the podcast that i want to listen to and i listen to a lot of them and they automatically get downloaded into you know, recently uploaded or whatever the playlist is called and ensure that I'm only collecting podcasts in that playlist. And then I just listen to the podcasts in whatever order they come in, whatever types they are, whatever topics there are. And I can keep up very easily with everything that we want to listen to and I want to listen to via podcasts. So just wanted to give that bit of Uh, feedback. I also wanted to just thank all of you who have provided feedback on the series. You know, there's been a fair bit of of feedback, but if you haven't, I'd like to ask you to go into iTunes. You can also do this on the mobile devices, but go to the podcast page and simply go in. If you haven't done it before, you haven't uh, provided comments before on podcasts, you just go into the iTunes section that has the podcast in it in the same way that I just described it to you and click on click to rate, I think it's called, and just provide your rating out of the five stars. And then you can also provide a, a review there as well. And think about, you know, what might be a valuable to other people who may be interested in this podcast series. You know, what do you like best? What successes have you had with this? What are the characteristics you think are most valuable and the like? And so I'd like to ask you to do that if you would, if you haven't done that, but also want to just share with you a few of the comments that 
received this last while via the website itself, the show notes site, which is available at lifehabits.net. Shabnam provided a comment in there saying, Hi, Carl. Thank you so much for these wonderful series of self-help podcasts. Each one of them teaches me a lot, and your podcasts are my company in my commute to work every day, which I consider the best and most positive company. Please, please keep doing this wonderful job. Your hard work has enormous positive effects on people's lives. Thank you so much. Well, thank you very much. I very, very much appreciate that comment, and as I do all these comments. There's a comment from Frank who says, Hi, Carl. I recently started reading The Happiness Hypothesis and wanted to also find a podcast to listen to. I'm through the first four episodes and will continue to try to catch up. Thanks for all of your hard work. Please keep it up, Frank. Thank you, Frank. And Andrew says, Hi, Carl. I've recently started listening to your podcasts. At first, I was skeptical to see what material was being offered, but then when I listened to one of them, it was almost like an addiction, where I had to go from one podcast to the other to get valuable insights on certain topics, which intensified what I had been reading. I feel a lot more at peace knowing that there are sources out there that can get me to think the way I want, but coming from someone else's viewpoint. I guess, as many people have mentioned, your podcasts are personal and engaging. I will continue to listen to and repeat them until it becomes a habit. Thanks, and please keep it up. It's good stuff. Andrew. Thanks so much, Andrew. And Dale in the Philippines, iTunes store says, and this is a comment from a while ago, and I just noticed that there was a comment in the Philippines, and I love getting feedback from a variety of different places in the separate iTunes stores that are available for different countries. Dale says, one of the most eye-opening and practical shows I've ever listened to, five stars. I enjoy listening to your show as I think it's practical, very helpful in dealing with everyday issues, keeps us on track in every scenario that we are in. Keep it up. So thanks so much, Dale in the Philippines. So with that, that concludes this segment of the Life Habits podcast series. I'd like to thank you all for your continued interest in this topic, keeping on focusing on improving yourselves and also staying in touch with me in the variety of ways that that's available for that as well. And lastly, facebook.com slash lifehabits is another place you can connect and I encourage you to go there as well. With that, we'll talk to you all next time and bye for now.